Hey, I'm Pauline, and this is a Journey to Fulfillment podcast. Learn from awesome people who have gone through personal transformations so you can be inspired to grow, create, and live a truly fulfilling life. Welcome to the Journey to Fulfillment podcast. And tonight we have a special guest, Kevin Gonzalez. How are you? Hey, Pauline. I'm doing really well. Uh, Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you for coming on. And so tonight we're going to be talking about your story. Um, Mm. I met Kevin, I think a few months ago we met recently Mm. through through Facebook. Mm. And um, yeah, we've had a few conversations ever since and you're Mm -hmm. quite an interesting person. I know you like to talk. (laughs) So I'd love to give you the opportunity to to share a little bit about yourself and, you know, first of all, maybe ask you, um, to introduce yourself to everyone and and what you do. Awesome. Yeah, thank you for having me. Yeah, I do love to talk. Um, so yeah, my name is Kevin and basically I am a launch specialist. Um, I help uh, basically online entrepreneurs basically save time uh, and get out of that hustle mentality of working 10, 12 hour days doing everything themselves and kind of build a team around them no matter what type of budget um, they're at or even what stage of business that uh, they're at as well. And I provide them with kind of like launch strategies to um, get them out there and to basically uh, kind of like automate and um, have a proper uh, strategy of list building and everything um, that goes with it with scaling uh, to help with their business. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Okay. Yeah. And that's well needed in this market as well. Nowadays, when we've got this coronavirus and lots of people are thinking about change, um, you know, people are thinking about like starting up something. And so you'd be mm. a perfect, perfect um, to, to help them out with that. So in terms of um, you, I want to ask about like, what's your story? How did it all get started mm. for you? How it all got, how it all started for me was, I guess, for me personally, when I felt like my life shifted and changed was with kind of like um, a breakup from like my first ever girlfriend. And we were dating for, I think, oh man, eight to eight years, seven to eight years, something like that. So it was like high school sweetheart kind of thing. Mm. So yeah, um, I guess that, that, that breakup caused like an emotional impact within me. Um, not in that moment, as uh, of the breakup, but later on down the track where um, I started to evaluate things. Um, and I realized that it, uh, I, I blamed like my ex for everything that happened or like why um, my life was so terrible or blah, blah, blah. Right. And then I started to see a pattern that um, some of my closest friends, like they didn't even want to hang out with me. So I was like, huh. Okay. So this is very interesting. It, it helped me to kind of like step back and evaluate. Okay. Could I be the problem? So I guess that was like the whole um, uh, perspective shift of, okay, maybe it is me if my, my friends don't even want to hang out with me and stuff like that, right? So I started getting into personal development um, and, and fast forward, it was like around 23, 24 years old when I realized this, right? So I wasn't young, but I wasn't old, but it was kind of like, okay, I'm, I'm actually getting a grasp of the reality of things. I've been um, kind of like the victim, playing the victim role in my life. Um, and uh, this is this is the consequences of what's happening, right? No one wants to be, no one wants to be with me. And then I've kind of like realized when I had that um, perspective shift of, okay, I just lost someone that was like really, really amazing, 
right? And I just, I just threw it all the way. Now it's very, very cliche, but um, that's kind of like what got me started. And yeah, I guess that was like the start of it. And then um, I kind of like did the whole, um, uh, the dream of getting a job, uh, finishing uni. I didn't finish uni, but I still got, um, I still got a job at um, uh, one of the top four banks in Australia and got um, into a pretty sweet position there. Um, I was kind of like a senior manager, um, whatnot. Um, but I didn't have a uni degree. I'm like, and then I'm just like, I, I go into work sometimes. And then um, I'm, I have kind of like our workmates. I'm like, I don't have a uni degree, but you do. And like, how, how am I in this position? So I, I, I started to just like question some things. And I'm just like, I'm just going to question everything that, um, that doesn't make sense to me. Mm-hmm. So that's what got me started um, with it as well. So the deeper I got into kind of like personal development, um, the more I loved it, uh, especially sales. Right. So with um, while I was working at the bank as well, I took on like I took on some online courses to um, uh, just learn learn more about sales because uh, it, it just it just something attracted me to it. Something just drew me to it. Um, and while I was working at the bank, I was basically uh, doing sales, uh, and we, 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 I called myself like a closer. So I was selling um, uh, I was selling um, someone's coaching packages uh, online um, and getting a commission from every sale I made. So I was doing that whenever I could. I was doing a, a lunch breaks. I would take my laptop uh, and then after work as well. Um, and I just fell in love with it. That was like, like the, the moment of my entrepreneurship um, journey. And then um, the more I worked and the more I, I worked on my side hustle, mm-hmm. the, the crippling fee or depression started to sink in whenever I, I was at my job. Um, and it was just like, this sucks. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I don't feel fulfilled. I would rather be working on my own thing. And why am I here? Right. So that's the thoughts that I was like, basically um, thinking most of the time as well. And literally like by the minute, I felt myself like getting more anxious, getting more depressed while I was um, working at the bank. Um, like awesome pay, awesome benefits, awesome colleagues. Um, it was like the dream, right? But I was just like, no, like this sucks. I don't, I, and I, I wanted to follow my feelings. So I was talking to one of my mates at the bank um, in the print room, <laughs> having some print room um, chats. And then um, I was like to him, I think I'm going to quit. And I'm like, I don't like it here. And then he was like, no, you're not. He <laughs> was like, no, I'm like, what? What do you mean? I'm like, I'm not happy here. He's like, no, you just think that, but you'll be okay tomorrow. Just sleep on it. Mm. and then yeah I felt like he, he had he, he has had that conversation with another person before um because he said it with such um confidence and like you know what I mean like he's like it's you're gonna be back like I'll see you tomorrow many, many conversations absolutely before. absolutely yeah. and I'm like and for some reason that would like got to me I'm like huh yeah you're, you're not you didn't think I'm serious that I would quit right so uh fast forward two weeks later <laughs> I was out there. I was out. Like the the um, the, um work basically um, kind of like threw a getaway party for me and whatnot, and wow. just started to pursue it. Yeah, just started yeah. just like dove in to um, entrepreneurship basically. Wow. So you don't waste time. <laughs> you just you uh, look, just commit to something and you go and do it. That's a good way to look at it, but it was one of the one of the worst ideas ever because I didn't have a plan. You know what I mean? I didn't necessarily have a strategy yet. And the side business, I was think I was only generating at about um, two to three thousand per month, so mm-hmm. uh, that wasn't enough. Um, mm-hmm. 
yeah so I, I i kept doing that and then um i kind of like uh realized that okay if I, if i'm actually um selling for someone else and i'm doing kind of like a lot of the heavy lifting what's stopping me from like starting my own coaching business um yeah, exactly. yeah and that's how it started so that's how it evolved to kind of like coaching and something that i realized is especially when um what attracted me to sales was uh the fact that everyone is there's like there's like laws of human nature basically mm -hmm. and the more i studied psychology the more i um start, started to study human behavior just to improve my sales skills it kind of started clicking and making sense so um that was a big part of everything and uh, i guess uh okay my one of my hobbies is just like i love people <laughs> no matter like who you are I, I understand like everyone has their own story to tell everyone is has their own uniqueness mm -hmm. um no matter what skin color race religion whatever it may be right it's just those things are just like uh a, a dividing a dividing thing for uh whatever it may be but i like yeah. to see um people as like human beings and yeah. the more i studied it, like psychology and how humans behave the more it started to make sense so that's kind of like what the basis of what my coaching strategies are right now and how it evolved to this uh there's yeah. more to it but it's yeah. kind of like um I w when i was doing everything myself in uh my business at, at, in the infancy of uh not even in the infancy like i guess like what um about one and a half to two years of doing everything myself in the business i realized how damaging that was for me how damaging it was for my relationships and uh my friends as well yeah. um because I basically gave myself like a glorified job. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, I was doing everything that I love, but there was some things that were taking me off of, off of the road because I was doing everything myself and then it got repetitive in the moment. So uh, I was like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. So I was kind of like moving from niche to niche uh, mm -hmm. as well, because I'm like, what's going on? Like, I I'm trying to find my way here. Like, this doesn't feel right, whatever it may be, blah, blah, blah. And I switched about like, I switched like niches around three times until I actually found the perfect one for me that's in relation to everything from uh, everything that has happened from the past till now. I'm like, oh, I understand now. And yeah, it's like basically full circle. Absolutely. Full circle because from everything that I've experienced to being that loner uh, that no one wanted to basically be around to basically loving uh, humans and just like being around people. I love talking to people right? Mm -hmm. It's just all clicked. It's just all connected together. So now the problem that I'm basically helping um, uh, uh, solve for coaches is that they don't have to do everything themselves. And I realized that I realized that school and university and I don't know, society's brainwashing, whatever you want, you want to call it, they have actually turned us into employees. They're giving us that employee mindset, right? Even school is, um, sit down, raise your hand up, wait till you're, um, wait till you're called out until you can speak, right? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to follow the rules. Uh, you can eat at this time. And then, yeah, it's just like, yeah. it's just, they trained us to become an employee or like a slave, mm. right? So me going in with that mindset and transitioning into entrepreneurship, I carried that with me. And I was like, something, something's up, something's wrong. And um, by like even the example, like putting a hand up and waiting to be called out that shows in your business because 
what are you waiting for? You know what I mean? No one's going to, no one's going to be like holding up a sign saying, this is it. This is your time. This is your time to talk. And I feel like a lot of entrepreneurs have uh, 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 kind of like an issue of, or like not even an issue of that. They're scared to put themselves out there. Mm-hmm. And it's because of that. It's not their fault or anything, but we were conditioned to be like that. So there's a lot of flaws and a lot of um, kind of like mindset shift uh, mindset that they are carrying from this employee mindset or this, this mindset from school. Um, especially one where uh, you, you got to like shut up when you, uh, when you are in, in the presence of authority, right? When we mm-hmm. see um, a teacher, when we see um, uh, a policeman or a doctor, you shut up and then you listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Right. That's very, very flawed uh, in my, in my opinion, because mm-hmm. um, why wouldn't you want to question them? Right. So if, 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 if it, let's say um, a, a doctor, for example, right, they are the expert. So for me to just like, why am I not going to question them? Like if, if, if I was going to be um, yeah. speaking with a doctor about my symptoms, I'm going to question the heck out of them because they have the answers. Yeah, right? absolutely. And then, I'm going to stop you there for a second. Yeah, yeah, because, please do. Yeah, Because I can tell that you are such a passionate man in, in, in your journey and what you have done. And obviously we can all, we can all experience like, um, you know, Kevin has a lot to offer in terms of even from your journey and what you've learned along the way. And I just want to take a moment here to just, um, to just d- deep dive into a few of the things um, that I think would be really um, important for people to sort of um, have insight on in terms mm. of what you've mentioned so far. Um, I want to just go back uh, on to when you mentioned about the, um, you mentioned about loner as mm. like a, yeah, a term. Yeah. And um, I think this would be really valuable to ask you in, in terms of when that breakup or any sort of significant events that anyone may have with relationships or whatever it is, when that pivotal moment happened for you where you were like, oh, I've, you know, something has, some crisis has happened mm. and now I have to reassess where I'm at. Mm. Um, from that point, what was it, what was it in terms of, you know, the, the friends that were going away? Because this journey that you've been on is like, <clears throat> it's not something that, many people or you know like the the average person may may or may not go on um and so i'm curious in terms of like say friends let's go into that friends part of how you sort of ended up going from relationship to no one to back on to sort of you know bridging that gap and maybe expanding yourself with like new people or Mm. relationships like yeah can you give us a bit of insight into to that side like how do you make new friends or where do how did you find your way from there yeah great question i didn't make new friends i was like okay i want to try an experiment so excuse me i started reading books uh i think what was the book uh how to win friends and influence people so uh, one of my friends recommended me that. And I was like, okay, yeah, you know, I'll check it out. That was the first book I ever read out of school, out of university or whatnot. And I'm like, I hate reading. You know what I mean? Mm. As soon as I picked it up, I fell in love. And I'm like, this is an interesting concept. And I'm just like reading. I, I was still at work back then. I'm just like on my break reading. I'm like, that is an interesting concept. And I'm like, huh, I wonder if this will work, right? It's one thing to know the knowledge and have it in your mind but it's another thing to actually put it into action i'm like mm-hmm. you know what my friends already hate me let's try it let's see what happens um 
And then like, I think it was like uh, the thing that really um, stood out for me was uh, make the other person feel respected, make the other person feel valued uh, in the book. So I'm like, okay, how can I make my, how can I make my um, friends feel valued uh, or feel respected? And then, um, yeah, I started asking about them. Uh, I started asking about like uh, their, uh, yeah, whatever their likes are, whatever like, like uh, motivates them, whatever like, makes them shine. And slowly, like you can start to see things like shifting as well, right? So I didn't go out and make friends. I, I amended the things that um, I applied, the things that I read in the book to mm-hmm. kind of like mend things with my friends. And then it got to the point where um, they actually said out to me, hey, something, something's different about you. You've changed. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was the validation and the confirmation for me that this actually works. And I'm like, oh. personal development. <laughs> like, you, all so right. You te- so are you saying that you tested it on the existing friends that you had? Or was it like the new people? No, no, existing. The ones that oh, said like, okay. oh, I don't want to go with you. Yeah. And I'm still friends with them right. now. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. did you find, how did you find the relationship changed after you went and like tested and, you know, they said that you've changed? Mm. How did that sort of change for you? Oh, it got better. Got better. Absolutely. Like they got to, I got to experience them more. Uh, and basically I'm able to get them talking about stuff that they're passionate about and whatnot. Mm. Um, so it's changed the dynamics and it's gotten a lot of respect for me as well. So mm-hmm. yeah, now we're able to uh, hang out one-on-one and it's just changed the dynamics completely. Uh, and I feel like I'm not yeah, the cool. person to just kind of like let go and just like be like, oh, you know what? These guys don't like me. I'm out. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm the person that kind of like, oh, let me give this a second change. Maybe it was me. Mm-hmm. Right. And it was me. So right. if I if I didn't kind of like realize that and if I didn't kind of like apply that knowledge that I was learning, mm-hmm. then maybe I would have carried that to a new set of friends and it would happen to have would have happened again. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. sometimes if you don't deal with something, it just kind of repeats itself 100%. until you learn the lessons. Absolutely. Um, okay, cool. That's awesome. And the other thing is um, you mentioned about when you had that sort of experience um that changed you and you started to question to question everything (laughs) yeah um you mentioned about blame how you could like be blaming blaming the ex or blaming friends whatever for leaving you and everything Mm -hmm. um then you talked about like victim being a victim Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. sort of like shifting out of that yeah um can you talk to us about um what that all means or and how did you actually manage to like find that you know sort of switch yourself because it's very hard like when we're the person who is experiencing the trauma or experiencing the crisis Mm -hmm. we don't know that like we're being Mm. victims we just sort of think it's all you know it's that person's fault they make you feel like this Mm. um yeah how do you sort of empower yourself or get to that stage for you Mm. um to get out of that and shift into Mm. like empowerment or or being the hero whatever Mm. it is for you yeah i want to say i shifted to like the hero it was kind of it would it was one hundred percent responsibility. Just realizing that there is okay, I can, it's easy, it's so easy to blame someone, a circumstance, government, whatever it may be, and, and just to just point the finger onto someone. What the hard thing is is actually take responsibility of okay, where was my role in that, right? Mm. Every situation that we put ourselves in, or we are, whatever it may be, right? There is a hundred percent responsibility of us being in that situation so an example was maybe kind of like you're driving in the car and um i don't know someone cuts you off all right how i how you might be uh some people might be wondering or questioning how am i responsible in that well we chose to go out of the house at that particular time which we chose to drive in that lane and at that time uh 
And you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's our responsibility by choosing to be there at that time. So by actually reclaiming that, okay, it, it actually is empowering because uh, by taking 100% full responsibility, you're not giving that power to someone else. You're not giving it to that external circumstance or someone or something. Mm-hmm. And you're actually taking saying, you know what? I chose to be here in this moment, in, in, in this, uh, like right now, mm-hmm. I'm 100% responsible, no matter what it is, no matter how victimized you may feel. Um, yeah, you're actually right that it, it actually is empowering to take 100% full responsibility instead of just giving that that victim mentality or just putting the blame on someone because you're actually giving that power to them uh, as opposed to just, yeah, as opposed to just claiming uh, whatever it may be, it may be is mm-hmm. that uh, it, it's responsible for you. And then once you actually uh, step into that 100% uh, responsibility of just everything in your life, that's when you actually take your power back and, and you can actually uh, maneuver your way into things uh, going your way or like whatever you want to create to come your way. Yeah, exactly. And I love that you mentioned about t- taking the power back because I find that when um, when you take the power back, it is more likely that you can start to really think about what it is that you really want. Um, and Absolutely. Get, and 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 clear get clear about well what, what are the ways that I can actually mm. create that within my life whether it's yeah. love or whether it's money like yeah. you know um, health like these kind of things and it's more about well instead of allowing other people to control your direction mm-hmm. whether you mentioned about like the working for the big bank and you know being yeah. an employee um yeah. or whether it's like control from the girlfriend like it could be many mm. things for different people um Absolutely. but once we actually are able to take responsibility and take the power back it's that um then we're able to craft what it is that you know how do we actually move forward from that and actually become a better person yeah. so yeah great great point on that um the other thing that i found really interesting was when you got to the point where um you went to the pr- was it the printer with your uh, with yeah. your workmate, yeah, um, and you you mentioned that you felt that there was a point where you wasn't you weren't um, feeling fulfilled or fully fulfilled. Mm-hmm. What were the warning signals or what were the triggers for you Ooh. to really feel yeah. like that way? Because I reckon, like even myself, um, yeah. you know, depending on what job I know for yeah. the corporate world or I work for a bank as well, that yeah, it there there are times that people feel. Unfulfilled. Yeah. Um. So it's very common. But like, mm. yeah. What What are the triggers that actually make you feel to get to that point of like, that's mm. it. I'm taking the control back and I, I quit. Like, yeah. Yeah. Good question. I feel like the first trigger is just waking up and just be like, oh, it's another day, right? I look. I didn't look forward to the day, and I was just on autopilot. From as soon as I wake up, autopilot. And doing the same exact same thing uh, day in and day out. So just realizing that, I'm like, man, I did this yesterday. You know what I mean? Wake up, travel to work, uh, take a shower, travel to work, work, talk to the people, uh, travel back to work, maybe um, go to the gym and then watch. That was my day for like majority of the year. So what did it feel like Groundhog Day or something? Yeah, it felt like Groundhog Day. And then um, another another warning sign for that was um, when you start to actually uh, look for things or that uh, maybe it's like a side hustle, it's like, okay, what's the purpose of me? I'm looking for these things, right? 
So that it, it, it may be just like for money and that's, and that's okay. Like if that is kind of like the motivation right now, um, but the deep underlying feeling is that you're longing for something more. So I was longing for something more. However, when I was looking at side hustles, I, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm just gonna make some money. Maybe I can quit my job, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the seed has been planted already. So by the fact, like other people who are maybe looking to side hustles or doing their own thing, the seed's been planted. It's just a matter of time until it sprouts and you just you just can't contain it and it breaks out of the pot, right? So mine was breaking out of the pot very, very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of like a warning sign uh, as well. And then another one is just uh, like, even though the, the culture was great, I felt like I was getting depressed and I was getting anxious, but I didn't know what it was, right? I didn't know what it was. And it kind of like finally dawned on me that I was doing something that I was just like forced to do. So that's kind of like what the, what, what um, I realized and slowly I was just getting stressed. I was just feeling anxious as well. And I'm like, I'm hanging out with some cool people at work. Uh, things at home are really, really good. What is it? So it, like, just by questioning that it's kind of like you, it, it, the, the, uh, uh, puzzle pieces start to form. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a warning sign as well. And oh, the big warning sign was I was just partying every weekend, right? Some people think that that's just like an, an outlet or an escape. Oh, that's just like the normal thing that they do. Let's unwind on uh, on the weekend, mm-hmm. right? But it gets to the point where it's like, okay, you're doing this every weekend. Like, are you an alcoholic? You know what I mean? Yes, it could be fun hanging out with friends and whatnot, but every weekend you really have to do that. And if I wasn't partying on the weekends, I felt down. I'm like, that, 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 those are the moments. I'm like, what am I doing with my life? Right. I'm not partying. I feel lonely at home. Maybe I'm just like watching Netflix. And then, um, and I'm like, what are the other, what are other people doing? So that is like, a, that was a big warning sign for me. I'm like, man, is this a mask that I'm putting on? Like, do we, do I even like partying? Like, I feel mm-hmm. so crap the next day. I feel like um, depleted and whatnot. And that was Just a big a question about sure. partying that you were mentioning. Yeah. Um, now, because you mentioned a couple of things. One was the force, the force from, from work, being forced to do things. Mm. Um, and then led into partying. So uh, was there any, are they interconnected at all? Do you feel like in terms of like, if you work really mm. hard, did mm-hmm. you then feel like you had to party even harder? Hundred percent. Like, okay. Right. Yeah, and then the, you know the funny thing—that's a good point because whenever I got um got together with my mates, it's like, oh, I just had a, I had a long week. I need to unwind. I deserve this. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go hard tonight. And I'm like, I'm like looking at it back, looking at looking at it now from this perspective. I'm like, that is really interesting. That's not normal. That's not normal behavior. Yeah, that's not normal right. behavior. You know what I mean? And um, the thing with alcohol uh, and, and whatnot is like, that's fake courage. You know what I mean? It makes you, mm-hmm. it makes you courageous to do dumb stuff. That's what I realized. Like real courage is actually stepping out into, I don't know, going out and doing a presentation in front of um, some people, right? That's real courage. But going out drinking and thinking like that you're like the best or like, I don't know, whatever like drunk people mm, do. To however, just however that it's sort of, yeah. Exactly. Um, I'm like, that's not real courage. On. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. that's, that's what I realized. And and when you say like you realize that, um, hey, like this this thing isn't isn't working for you anymore. It's mm. like it's not fulfilling you because you, when you don't have it, you feel down. Mm-hmm. Um, what was the moment for you where 
like that actually came up because how, how do people recognize like when is enough enough mm. i don't think people realize it <laughs> <laughs> i don't think people realize it until it's too late or unless uh-huh. something so it wasn't bad anything happens. out of the ordinary like because sometimes it's like yeah. oh like i drink too much and then i like you know how sometimes they drink too much and then they're mm. like i'm never doing this again like, yeah you know, but then next week no, i was do like it again that. I do, yeah. do it again. Yeah. Um, but yeah. then there has to be a point where it's like, that's the breaking point. It's like, mm-hmm. I can't do this anymore. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I'm just wondering like how, so how did you come my to that conclusion? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good question. My conclusion, uh, my turning point came when I, ha- when I was running my business, I'm like, why am I still partying when I'm doing what I love now? Right. And I'm, and then um, at the, at the infancy of my businesses, like, like I said, I was in the hustle mentality. Um, so I got out of that employee the, after mindset. The job, sorry? After this the is job. after the job. Yeah. Okay. So after the job, I'm like, you know what? I can't, I can't act like an employee anymore. Like nine to five is not going to cut it. And I was still doing everything myself, blah, blah, blah in my business. So I was working 10, 12 hour days plus the weekends. I'm like, hmm. and, I was, and then I was still partying. I'm like, okay, awesome. It's time to unwind Friday, but I still have to had things to do for, uh, what for, uh, basically my business on the Saturday. And then that, that's the turning point for me. I'm like, man, why am I partying when, I could be uh, helping people when I could be serving, when I can be working on my business. And I'm like, do I really need this? So that is what caused me to reevaluate all of my, um, all of the things that I was doing right now. Yeah. Um, and that's so a good question much, as well. Yeah. You replaced it. Like as in yeah. you had something that you were already loving and yeah. getting enjoyment from, and then that was like changing the habit of Absolutely. going out. Correct. There's, <laughs> there is a funny thing uh, as well. It, it snowballs, right? It snowballs because, you're so used to uh, the habits that you had before. Maybe they're uh, drinking, going out, partying. Uh, maybe you go out um, and just have dinner with friends and whatnot, right? And I actually uh, partnered up with some people in the city, and we were we were hosting basically uh, live uh, seminars uh, and, and then talks as well. So that's kind of like the first um, the first taste I got into basically platform speaking. So <laughs> the first time I I uh, actually was watching like one of my mentors. Um, I'm sitting down and just watching her and I'm like, and in my mind, I'm like, what am I doing here? <laughs> and I thought that was, yeah. I'm like, I, I thought that was very funny because my old identity was pulling me back. It's like, just go back, uh-huh. just go back to partying, go back to um, doing some uh, dumb stuff. Just go like uh, waste your life. You know what I mean? Yeah. So my beat by, by me sitting there, my mind is just like wondering, like, what are you doing here? So there's like a bit of tug and pull with my, uh-huh. um, so which one was it? Like who was asking? The old you or the the developing new you that asked the that old question? The old me. The old me. Ah, right. Yeah, yeah. Right. Because yeah. it wasn't quite congruent yet. It didn't absolutely. believe that like, you know, mm-hmm. that's what you wanted to do to set because, the stage. Absolutely. You know, you know what the funny thing is? Just like circling back after I quit, I'm like, what do I do? I don't know anyone, blah, blah, blah. And slowly but surely I was getting like synchronicities. I was getting invited to places and whatnot. And when I quit, I, I quickly realized that I was, I felt like I was like trapped in a bubble. I was in a fish tank because I was just so limited to talking with the people that are way at work, maybe some um, friends of friends and whatnot. And just people we see, um, I don't know, out and about. Right. But then they have these nine to five jobs as well. So it's always the same conversation. And then as soon as I quit, I met the most interesting people ever, right? So I'm like, uh, I met like energy healers. I met like um, millionaires, entrepreneurs. I'm like, what the heck is an energy healer? Um, and I'm like, you're weird. 
But in reality, I was the weird one. You know what I mean? I, yeah. If I didn't like quit and actually just dive into the deep end, I would have not met these amazing people and actually realized that there's so much amazing. There's like, everyone's got their own uniqueness. Everyone's like so amazing. And I'm like, oh, okay. Like what's mine? Like, I'm just like a, a regular employee. I'm like, man, like there's so much more to the world that I'm missing out on. Like, what have I been doing to myself? Mm, right. You're in your own tank. Absolutely. So I guess like for the audience or the viewers who maybe maybe have a nine to five job, like don't don't just like jump into it like what I did, unless like you know, like there's um kind of like uh I don't know that that's situational, but um it's not yeah, it's not for everyone. But what I'm trying to say is for your audience is like you don't know what's out there unless you actually put yourself out there, right? Mm -hmm. So the environment that we're in or like what we what what we what you're currently in right now, maybe that's limiting you. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Absolutely. Because it's like your environment has a big influence on you, just like friends and, you know, the people that you surround yourself with. So obviously Mm -hmm. when you come out of that environment, go into a a new ocean instead Mm -hmm. of in the tank, it just becomes a new world. Absolutely. Yeah. New opportunities. Yeah. Um, I want to go back on a a really interesting point you mentioned about habits. And um, because I know like in terms of making jumps or any sort of transitions that people are um, Mm going through um habits is something that's like it's it's could be difficult for people Mm. to build new habits especially if you've like changed your mindset about things and you've like changed friends and gone to a new environment Mm -hmm. Um, what what was like some of the habits that you felt that you had to change i mean obviously the partying was one thing Mm -hmm. um i mean what what other things were like big changes for you or that you had to learn to to um develop for yourself to be like getting the results that you are yeah great question cool your audience isn't going to like this answer, but you've got to cut off some friends. Mm. You know what I mean? Your environment, the people you hang around with, and like, it's so cliche, like you're, you hang out with like, your five closest friends is who you're going to become. So I had to basically step out of kind of like my current friend zone and just be by myself for a little bit because there's just so many distractions, like even just a simple, uh, I don't know, like a group chat, maybe on Facebook or WhatsApp or whatever it may be. Those things get to you, right? You're seeing these notifications and you want to, you're curious to see what they're talking about and whatnot. And the things that they talk about uh, may not be serving you or like even helping you along your path as well. Um, that was one thing that I had to That's kind of like let one. go on. It is huge. Yeah. Yeah, because um, you've got like you know these relationships may have formed for many years. Yeah, well. exactly. And form exactly. part of your old identity. Yeah, now that's a good point that you raised there. Like, okay, like yes, it was many years to form this friendship, but what is the quality that they're bringing in? Like, does that make sense? It's like okay, yes, there's 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 time, is time and like forging that friendship much more valuable than actual quality of the friendship, right? So I had to realize that. So. There is a lot of letting go, but I guess one of the main habits uh, that really, really helped me with my business is meditation. And it's a very, very big part uh, of, of me. And I do it every single day because basically what meditation means is getting to know yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And that is a big part that I learned to do. And it's kind of like a practice that I continue to do because I'm continuously learning about myself, but the by the byproduct of that and the side effect of that is I become more resilient. I become more tolerant. I'm, I'm more patient. Uh, and I'm just more loving in a way that I'm, un, I feel like I'm unfazable. Mm. So if 
kind of like a, an obstacle or a challenge or um, a screw up in my business or even my personal life happens, I'm actually grateful for it because I know it's going to contribute to my growth. So yeah, I feel like I'm invincible. I'm unstoppable when I um, meditate because I know that I'm, I'm able to realize that, okay, maybe I'm sitting in the fire right at, at the moment that I may be dealing with something, but let's look back on um, previous past experiences, right? I thought in this situation, I was never going to get out of it, but I got out of it. Now that I look back, that situation actually helped me to become stronger. Mm. So yeah. by helping me by meditating and, help, and and kind of like looking back in the past and realizing that, you know what, I'm still alive. I, I, I survived through it. I'm, I, I, I've smiled afterwards. I've laughed afterwards. Whatever I'm dealing with like right now, I'm going to get through it. It's just, it's just a phase that is just going to be another chapter in my life. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I love that you mentioned about meditation. Um, it's definitely been a habit that I've introduced um, over the last one and a half years as well. Amazing. I've been doing it every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, but the, it's funny because the, I think with meditation, it's, it's one of those things where especially if you come from like a different background or you've not been exposed to it before, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's sort of like from the outside looking in, it's like, what is this going to yeah. do for me? Like it, yeah. having stillness and quieting the mind. Um, but unless you actually go through it, like you don't really realize the benefits. And I think uh, what, what one of the things is um, control. There's a lot of people out there who um, may want to control how meditation looks like, mm. um, what it should be like, what the experience mm-hmm. is. You only yeah. hear from other people what it really is. Mm. Um, but one of the one of the biggest things, like you mentioned before, is is about just letting go and being in the moment. And I yeah. feel like that is like it's just so that's been one of the biggest things for me as well 100%. is that um, it's like, you know, we, we don't need to like judge ourselves of how to do the practice, mm. but mm-hmm. just the, the act of actually just doing it itself. Yeah. Yeah. It brings the benefits without you feeling like, Oh, it has to have an outcome. I have to have a, something coming out of it, but it just, <laughs> you just let it happen organically. Yeah. 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 That's actually a good point because there's no such thing as a wrong meditation, right? Whether you meditate for five minutes, 10 minutes, an hour, whatnot there's no such thing as a wrong meditation or bad meditation mm. yeah and you, can that's like, to- you actually um raised a good point about like letting go and surrendering um that's gonna be a big important habit in my life because we like to and i don't know i think it's just in this day and age everyone likes to cling on and attach themselves to things and by doing that more you are limiting yourself for possibilities of other outcomes for it to be resolved right? I run into so many business problems, obstacles consistently, and I've, I've, I've relinquished trying to control everything or trying to do it like my way, right? I don't know. This might be a bit, I sound a bit woo-woo, but like when you let go and surrender to, I don't know, a higher power or like, uh, you don't even need to surrender to a higher power. You just, you just higher like, you know, yeah, something whatever. Of yeah. Yeah. Like not even something outside of you. You can just be like, you know what? Uh, I'm done. Like, I give up mm-hmm. like not you don't give up it's like oh I've had enough of this like you just that that is actually the art of surrendering by even you saying that right and then I don't even know how to describe this in a non way but like magically things start to slowly shift and resolve and what I realized is by like letting go of control and just surrendering like okay I'm just going to use like high power but like uh, something higher than me is kind of like 
finally saying to me, oh, you finally want to get out of your own way. Okay, let me finally fix this for you, right? Mm. Because the more I try to control it, the more I try to think that I can fix this issue with this outcome, the worse it gets. Because I'm, 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 I'm operating from fear. Mm-hmm. I'm making decisions based off of fear. So by literally just chilling out and just like surrendering and, surrendering and letting go, like things slowly fix. But people are so impatient. Like, you know what I mean? We've been so conditioned. Like Uber Eats will be there in like 10 minutes. Um, uh, Amazon Prime next day, the same day delivery, right? Everyone yeah. is so impatient these days that they're like, mm-hmm. I want an answer right now. Mm-hmm. But the art is in slowing down absolutely (laughs) and um yeah i guess like i want to ask you about your experience with um how you managed to to sort of let go as well um Mm. was it like is that just through purely just from experience that you're like hey you know can't be bothered like let's just like just not do this anymore or like was it a decision or was it something that you got from like whether it's meditation or something else or a combination (laughs) of things yeah good question it it, i i stumbled upon it by accident uh there was one point in my life where i was just in like a really bad place with my business because um i kind of had like a falling apart with my business partner and yeah uh and yeah it got bad to the point, like, I don't know what to do. I have no idea. It was one of the lowest points in my life. And I was just like in, in a meditation one time. And I was just like, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of feeling like this. And even after like the falling apart, I made some bad decisions as well, right? With the, like kind of like the last of my money invested into something that had no that had no purpose, had no, like it didn't serve me whatsoever. It just made things worse. And that was the outcome of me making a decision based off of fear. I'm like, oh my God, I need to fix this straight away. I need, I'm in panic mode. And then after that screw up, I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm left with nothing. I'm, I'm down in the dumps. Like this is the lowest of the lowest I can get. So I was meditating. I was doing everything I could. I was like, go for walks, blah, blah, blah. But it was in that, this particular type of meditation where I was, I just said to myself, or like something was just like, just give it up. And I was like, in, during meditation, I was just like, you know what? Screw it. Like, I felt like a huge, I was just, I didn't, I didn't say screw it. I'm just like, you know what? I'm tired. And if anything is out there, if something is out there, have it. Hand it <laughs> you know over. what I mean? <laughs> it's handed over to you. I, 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 I am done. Um, and in that moment, in that moment, instantaneously, I literally felt like a weight lift off of my shoulders. And I was just like, so powerful. holy crap, what just happened? And ever since then, like, I was like, I was just like neutral. I, I, I'm not going to say I was like ecstatic and whatnot. I was like neutral. I'm like, all right. I, I feel like I'm level headed. I'm not in fear mode, mm. but I'm still not going to make any decisions to try to fix this. Um, just got on through my day and then slowly and surely everything just like started picking up again. Mm-hmm. So I accidentally stumbled upon it to answer your question. And ever since then, I've just been using it. Wow. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah, the power of meditation, getting quiet 100%. and yeah. just um, surrendering. Yeah. Um, yeah, you mentioned about like the business, business partner crisis. Mm. Um, any advice or from your experience, um, mm. there may be people who are thinking about, um, mm-hmm. you know, joining forces, having a business sure. partner on board or yeah. like new people who are like just getting into certain yeah, things that they want to partner with. Because it's like sometimes you think, oh, like it's better together than alone mm. right as well mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. any advice in terms of that relationship or 
you know, um, what people need to be mindful about in terms of when they're thinking about engaging with a business partner? Yeah, that's a great question. I'm glad you actually brought that upon us. <laughs> it's very, very cliche, but trust your intuition. Trust your intuition if you see any red flags, any signs of, I don't know, something about your body just say, telling you to get out right now, listen to it. No matter how connected they are, no matter how successful they are, no matter how wealthy they are, no matter how skilled they are, no matter how, whatever it is that's enticing you to try to go to that direction with them, but something feels off, something just doesn't feel quite right, listen to that. Listen to that 100% because it is never wrong. Uh, if you don't listen to it, you're going to pay the price later on with so much more. So follow your gut, follow your intuition. And if something feels off or not right about someone, and then just, just seriously follow that. Mm, great advice. Yeah. I mean, we're like you said, we're all like unique and we all have unique voices within ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so it's, you know, that whole as cliche as it is, you got to listen to yourself, listen to your gut or whatever it is that's um, giving you that intuition as well. Mm. Absolutely. Um, I want to ask about the, um, you mentioned that yes. at the beginning, the launch, um, that you're a launch specialist. Yeah. Tell us yeah. more about the work that you do. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess it ties in with kind of like what I was used, like what who I was before. So the more I got into it, the more I studied human behavior, I realized that, there are three things that people uh, love or like what they are uh, kind of like are looking for in their life and you will gain that respect immediately. So they're looking for someone who understands them, someone who respects them and someone who uh, empathizes with them. So if you have all those three, then it's so easy to sell someone. It's so easy to improve that relationship with someone. It's so easy to connect with someone, right? If you can make the um, person feel one of those things you're doing something right what, so that again let me write it down uh understanding someone understanding yep yeah being empathetic to their situation and uh making them feel respected i'm just going to elaborate on empathy because maybe someone um people may think i have like a, my own version of empathy and my version of empathy is that i respect your perspective i have different perspectives However, I don't have to basically take on your perspectives. Does that make sense? So that's my definition of empathy, right? So even though there's kind of like different perspectives between us, I'm going to respect yours, even though they go against my perspectives. Mm. So yeah. it ties in with the respect as well? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean I have to take in your perspectives into my life. I can still keep mine. However, I can respect yours. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So that's sort of what your perspective of, what empathy is or how you you conduct it yourself correct yeah right okay and that's what i teach my clients as well um and i guess with that with kind of like the launch strategies and uh, what i do now is when i was working that 10 12 hour days i know like some, most of these courses right now it's like okay yeah let's do everything yourself i'm going to show you like all the strategies and whatnot but they're getting you to they're getting you to do everything yourself that's exhausting right and i know that it turned me off uh, when I was doing that and I was just like, this is not what I signed up for. I'm ready to go back to work. Like, you know what I mean? This is too much. So I realized quickly that you need a team to help you. All right. Going back to the high school definition. Um, uh, if, if you are basically, this is like the weirdest example, but if you are like the genius kid 
who is going, going, getting straight A's and everything. And um, you go out into the world because you didn't need anyone, right? You're doing everything yourself. You're straight A's. You're studying all by yourself. You taught yourself how to become a lone wolf, right? Versus someone who was maybe in the rugby team. Uh, they know how to play in a team, right? They understand the concept of teamwork. So who's going to win at, at business or even in life when you have that lone wolf mentality? It's, it's the one with the team, right? If the, so an example is like if you've got an accountant, a lawyer, and uh, someone who, yeah, so accountant, lawyer, and basically someone who does the finances and um, everything like that, right? If, those, if th these two team members are not communicating with each other, what's the point? So I teach people to build teams around them and launch the proper way so they don't have to do everything themselves. Now, the cool thing is, it, no matter what type of budget you're on, there is a team available for you, right? So, yeah, that's kind of like the realization of uh, the loophole that uh, I figured out in like, man, business owners, if you want to actually run a successful business, you can't do it yourself. You need help, right? And I teach people how to actually uh, multiply time, right? Uh, and that's like kind of like a concept because you're, doing, you're creating a compounding interest of time mm -hmm. by setting up systems by setting up automations, even delegating, right? Okay, like maybe it may take one to two days to set up. Okay, but let's see it in the wrong, long run. Okay, you mm -hmm. take one to two days to, to set up. But if you compound interest with the time, you are basically saving so much time in the future that you can be doing something else. Mm, yeah, great yeah. point. So when, as you were talking, I was picturing like basketball team. Absolutely. Like, um, yeah, like it's exactly that kind of concept 100%. where, you know, you've obviously got, you can always do things alone. You can be the yeah. point guard or whatever yeah. it is yeah. or the, whatever, the shooter, shooter guard. Um, mm -hmm. But then obviously everyone plays their role. So that means Correct. that then you can, you can spend more time doing what you do um, while also, you know, being able to, everyone else is playing their part. And then yeah. it obviously the, when the whole team works well together, that's when you can get to the championship. That's Absolutely. when you can achieve your results. 100%. Yeah. yeah and this is where like the, the whole human nature ties along with this perfectly, because as you step into this visionary, this leadership role in your business, it's a, it's a new skill. Right, you're not, you're not, you're not, the, you're not responsible for. I don't know, creating content. You're not responsible for uh, the sales calls anymore, right? What are you responsible for? Well, you're responsible for the people that are under you. You are the vision creator. You are the leader. So, what's your role? To empower them, to help them to utilize their creativity, right? I'm not going to micromanage you. You want to write content for me? I'm not going to micromanage you. I want you to write content that is in alignment with my brand, right? I'm not going to spoon feed you. I want you to create it. I want you to use your expertise and have that freedom to utilize your creativity. Mm. And that's the best, like, because a successful business is kind of like um, a human resources business, right? If you, yeah, if you make your team feel amazing, man, they're going to do it. They're going to go above and beyond for you. Mm. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And, and otherwise, you end up if you're being a lone wolf as well you might end up sort of being the employee again but then absolutely. within your own business then you have yeah. your own sort of you created your own job absolutely well. yeah. yeah and it feels it sucks it feels lonely you know what i mean being an entrepreneur already is a lonely lonely game mm -hmm. there's like so many lonely nights there's you, you you you're working 10 15 hour days and you lose track uh, you lose your relationships with your friends your family and whatnot i've experienced this it's like so lonely so what happens when you have a team? Well, this person can keep me accountable 
if and we all have those days where we don't want to work in our business but you just need that extra push sometimes you just need that extra motivation sometimes and your team's got your back mm-hmm. right yeah. that's the best if you've got the right team as well you've got to get the right kind of people on board too absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. And in terms of this, I mean, the service that you offer, um, what kind of people is it suitable for or industry in particular? Yeah. Can you share? Yeah, great question. Uh, basically, online entrepreneurs, uh, coaches, consultants, service providers, uh, and even it, 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 it's basically anyone who wants to start an online business. It works for any situation. Mm-hmm. Great. Yep. Cool. Okay. And then I guess if um, anyone wants to find out more about you, um, where is the best place to connect? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I can basically leave my uh, website or even my case study funnel uh, below and uh, I can give them access to my Facebook. I'm very active there. And if they want to join my Facebook group, then uh, they're welcome to join in as well. Mm, Beautiful. Cool. I will definitely um, drop that into the show notes as well. Um, and lastly, I got a couple of quite interesting questions that I want to I want to leave you with. And let's do it. <laughs> um, the first one is because um, you've been on this fascinating journey, you've learned so much and everything. At this moment in time, what does fulfillment mean to you? Mm. I guess fulfillment to me is not needing and wanting anything for pleasure or desire but just being enough and just being alive right now it's like fulfilling for me just to enjoy the entire process of i don't know eating delicious food just taking a walk outside just enjoying the sun and um nature and just like hanging out with friends and just like everything like everything in life is just an experience and to me that is what fulfillment means Mm. um whatever we want to label good and bad. I want to experience it all. Mm-hmm. So that, that to me is what fulfillment is. Mm, that's a beautiful expression. Yeah. And the last question, if it was your last day on earth and you had a message to give to the audience, mm-hmm. um, what would that be? Ooh. Be kind to each other. Mm. Be kind to each other. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much, Kevin. It's been such an honor to have you on and, and share your journey. And for anyone who wants to connect with Kevin or you want to start your business, um, be sure to check out the show notes and connect with Kevin. Awesome. Thank you so much, Pauline. And yeah, thank you for having me uh, in this amazing uh, conversation with yourself <laughs> and your audience. Such a pleasure. And thanks everyone for tuning in until the next episode. Bye for now. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. If you enjoyed it, be sure to subscribe so you're notified when a new episode is out. Also rate and review this podcast and share it with your friends because just one insight could change someone's life for better. Now go out there and make an impact and I will catch you in the next episode.